It's time for Watch and Learn, the show where we discuss the life lessons we learn from the movies we watch. Today, Hot Shots Part Deux. Hey, hey, movie maniacs. My name is Sky, and I'm joined with my brother, Dusty. Dusty, what is the haps? What's up, dude? Hey, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. How high is the diving board in your bedroom? Uh, <laughs> is, it, uh, is it like a it's 10 roughly meter? double. Yeah, my wife Denise is super aggressive, right? So she uh, she likes to dive off a lot higher than that. <laughs> she, it's like a 10 meter. I I would I think she's that aggressive. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. <laughs> I love this movie. So last week when I had chosen this one, you said it, it might have been like, t- I can't remember the number, but you said 10 or 15 years since you had seen it. Was that accurate? At least 15, maybe, see, I'm 40 now, so maybe like 20 years, because I think it was probably right around 20 years old or something like that when I um, last watched it. So it's been a very long time. But man, I laughed so much. And when we get to the favorite scene, oh my goodness, I the one that I picked, I was dying. And you might be able to figure out which one it is. But anyways, yeah, it's been about 20 years and loved, loved it. It was fantastic. Now I got a question for you. Well, first... How long have, oh, before I get to my question, how long has it been since you've seen this movie? About a week. Oh, wow. Yeah, remember when we did <laughs> the Scott Pilgrim, no, when we did, um, oh, we did uh, the Gemini Man episode, and you said every time you saw her, you could only think about Ramona, and in mm. my head, I didn't know what you were talking about, but when you said Ramona, the only thing that occurred to me was Ramada, Ramada from this movie, you know, because I had seen it just a few days before. Yes, got it. Now, before that, how long has it been since you've seen it? Like, what's the longest stint? Oh, it was probably a month before that why I had watched it again. You watch it all <laughs> the <this> time. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my favorite, me and my boys, our favorite movie. We watch it all the time. They've seen it 10 or 12 times. I've seen it 35 times at least, you know. Uh, yeah, so uh, my question to you is, is this a dying art? The Basically, the... Um, uh, making a spoof of a movie because you don't like Spaceballs, Hot Shots, Hot Shots Part 1, obviously off of Top Gun. This one's on Rambo. Uh, you have uh, Naked Gun. There's so many great spoofs back in the 90s and maybe in like 80s, 90s and into 2000, but you don't see them ever, any, or at least I don't know of any. Do you know of any good ones anymore? No, there there really aren't many. They're far and few between. If there are any recently, I can't think of them other than the scary movie or scary movie one and two. I didn't like the future ones or, you know, three, four and five or whatever. But um, one and two were good. Other than that, I can't think offhand of any really good recent spoofs. So, I mean, could it be that they just maybe the recent spoof or the most recent like 15 years ago or however long it's go, ago it was? Um, they weren't making much money, so they, the movie producers or uh, movie companies thought, let's not make any more spoofs because they're not making any money. Maybe that's not what the audience wants anymore. Do you think that could be it? Yeah, quite quite possibly. My guess is uh, I mean, you can't imagine these movies. It's goofy people like us or people that like us that love goofy humor. They're the ones that go see these kinds of movies. And so, yeah, they can't be big money makers, but they can't be that costly either. I mean, sometimes you have some big name stars, but for the most part, my guess is there are a lot of small cameos um, and you don't choose like the biggest stars at the time. So they can't be that expensive to make. Yeah, and I'm looking at this one. This one cost roughly $25 million to to create or to make. And opening weekend was $10, 10 million. So it did, it did decent. Gross was $40 million, And community worldwide gross was $133 million. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I mean, this was made in 93. So it's, 
a long time ago. I mean, quite a long, considerable long time ago compared to, um, you know, how actually how much it costs, like 25 million back in 93 would probably be close to like maybe 50 million now. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, all that to say, it's just sad. You don't see any good spoofs anymore. It is sad, but there are plenty of them on like Netflix. Last night, I started watching Loaded Weapon Part 1. Do you remember that? I absolutely do. That's um, Emilio Estevez. That's right. That's right. Brother of Charlie Sheen. And Charlie Sheen's actually in that movie as well. Um, And so we were watching it last night. I watched the first hour of it. I laughed my butt off. But you know, Denise, she's more into my wife for the listeners. She's more into like raunchy. Uh, 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 sexual kind of comedy stuff. This goofy, slapsticky, uh, corny comedy she's not into. I was laughing my butt off during Loaded Weapon 1. My son, Dalen, was liking it too, but my wife hardly laughed, hardly cracked a smile at all. I think she was just suffering through it because I wanted to watch it, and I was rubbing her feet at the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to go back and watch Loaded Weapon 1. I remember that was hilarious. I mean, when you have great comedic actors... Um, who was the, uh, Me- not Mel Brooks, um, uh, Lloyd Bridges. Lloyd Bridges is brilliant. Just like who was in, um, uh, Naked Gun, Leslie Nielsen, you know, uh, Mel Brooks, like those guys, they're, they're all gone, not gone, gone, like dead, but like, they don't make movies anymore if they're still alive, but they were such brilliant comedic. Ple- I, er- I, in this movie, I laughed. I mean, so many one-liners, so many like things. Like, I can't believe they thought about that. Like, they just thought, like, let's put anything crazy, as crazy as we could put in there. Let's do that, and they did, and it works so well. Yeah, it works so well. Like I've said, I've watched this thirty-five times or more, and I can return to this one over and over again. It's probably it's got to be in my top five comedies of all time. Definitely, probably like the number one spoof. Although Spaceballs is really good, um, I think I would have to choose this over Spaceballs to watch it just for the sure amount of jokes and laughter that it inspires in me. Wow, wow, that's that's pretty bold. I'm I'm more of a Spaceballs man myself, um, but. What would you give this rating? It seems like I don't even have to ask, but I'm going to ask. Yeah, it's it's an A. Um, oh, you've been giving a lot of A pluses and stuff, and I've just been saying A's for most movies. But if I want to give a movie an A plus, this would be it, actually. Yeah, an A. Well, good because if you would say just an A, I'd be like, dude, you, you, I think your ranking or your your grading system is a little askew because mm-hmm. if you're going to be able to watch this, like once a month then it has to be an a plus like it has to be like the top notch movie so in this movie i would say after watching it again laughing so hard at the same time um thinking you know looking at all the different like i just love the slapstick and it's just so hilarious i would give it an a not an a plus space balls to me is an a plus um this one's an a but mm. there are so many hilarious things like just going through and watching it and seeing the quotes, the things I have, like one that I never got until now um, is, uh, hey, you know, all these guys up here, all these monks, they're all celibate. And <laughs> it's just like their fathers and their fathers before them and yep. just like their fathers before them. <laughs> I was like, I never got that. <laughs> yeah, that that entire scene at the monastery is incredible. And actually, it was it was so hard. I had to go through, I had to force myself to choose a favorite scene. But every single scene has at least 10 things to laugh at. Funny jokes, funny uh, actions taken, just Props. funny faces on people. It just, I just absolutely love the movie. Yeah, all those props and everything. So I bet your um, uh, prop that you would want to take home is that um, 
freezer meal, the, what was it called? Um, <laughs> Hungry Nomad? Hungry Nomad, that's what you got. <laughs> or the 2% camel's milk. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. Well, Hungry Nomad is the best. And that, like, that one scene, that quick little five-second shot starting up on one shelf of the refrigerator from behind and panning up through, there's like seven jokes right there. Like, this movie <laughs> is crammed full. Um, it would I would never be able to write a movie like this as funny with as much stuff to see and laugh at and to hear and laugh at as well i there are so many quotes in here are so many things that they say that i actually use in my own i guess vocabulary i'll give you one example so saddam hussein uh, he he says so many great one-liners uh, so i like playing the game call of duty call of duty basically you're running around in military as a military either good guys or bad guys fighting each other online and all that sort of stuff and so i'm shooting people and sometimes there's a little i i would blame the lag in the internet it's probably me not being very good but you know i'm shooting the person and i'm literally hitting him but i die first and then i would say Oh man, I'm killing you until you die from it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I've I say that, that all the time. <laughs> and then I love it when he when he gups, jumps up out of bed and says, Alka Salsa. Alka Salsa. <laughs> so funny. All those lines. The the one torturer calls the other guy Phil. <laughs> all that uh, kind of stuff. I never so when uh he's reading the book on the plane, he says, What are you reading? Great expectations. Is it any good? That's not what I was hoped for. <laughs> and yep. so you have to understand, I, being a kid, I didn't really understand what expect, great expectations of the whole play on that. And then when they're jumping out of the plane, Geronimo, Geronimo, me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So much good stuff. You know, my favorite line out of the movie. It's not in my favorite scene, but my favorite line was, hey, it's your wife, Hillary Rodham Hussein. That's the best. (laughs) Oh, man, just the smartest joke ever. Because at the time, Clinton was the president. You know, it's just it's perfect time for a joke like that. Absolutely. And I was watching President uh, Tug, you know, Tug uh, Benson. Tug Benson. Yeah, just watching him. Now, part of me was like kind of... um, uh, getting offended for like America and the presidents, but at the same time, you had uh, he did it. He, actor was so good; it was so written, ri- so funny, and so well. I I couldn't get irritated like they're making fun of the president because it was brilliant. It was so funny. Hey, you shouldn't go around calling yourself the president. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh my gosh. Uh, he 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 was great. He was great in part one, kind of a smaller role in the first one as well as the admiral of the uh, SSSs. I think it was the name of the ship. But um, in this one, he has such a bigger role, and I like how he had a little action scene and and all that kind of stuff at the end. You know, he he was he's a great presence in the film. Absolutely. Now, do you remember last week's episode? I said that one of my uh, lines that I always remember that I say over again. You, do you remember? And did you catch it in the movie? Yeah. Oh, I've heard that line when you said it last week a hundred times. Yeah, Some like a hamburger, hamburger, something like that. I like a hamburger. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> okay, so there. I mean, I'm definitely going to keep pulling out a bunch of quotes because uh, I love. I mean, they're so hilarious. Um, just like, okay, I want to talk about my favorite scene because I literally watched it four times. I replayed it four (laughs) times. Let me ask you. The limo sex scene. Oh, wow. Yeah, (laughs) you got me there. I would have been the guy running beside just kind of looking That's right. Um, so you know the type of humor that I like, Mm -hmm. at least I've talked about it many, many times before. I'll give you a hint. It's where they're beating a dead horse. It's so funny. What? part what scene would you say is my favorite scene in the movie oh that is a good question um uh oh i can't i can't think of it okay so (laughs) 
It's when he's uh, um, uh, Topper Harley is going to. They're already in the camp, and you know the bad guys' camp trying to break out the uh, uh, colonel or whoever it is, trying to break him out. And he gets the broom through the window and knocks over the salt, you know, the pepper shaker. At first, I was like, "Oh wow, he did that!" And then he pokes him in the eye, and then, and well, it, while it's in his eye, like it stays there until he moves it away, and then he pokes him in the nose, and then he turns on the radio, and then he jams it in the fan, and then he gets the keys. Then he is like beating a dead horse it over is. and over. <laughs> I literally watched that five times, and I. I literally actually started crying. I was laughing so hard. And my wife would just be shaking her head like, I don't know. It's just so funny to me. Yep. And then uh, just the whole, yes, that part is funny. And then Colonel Walter stepping out of the jail cell to grab <laughs> the keys key. again. And then the guy finally wakes up when the mouse sneezes. It's, it, it is incredible. Now, one of the things about movies is when you write the movie and you start filming it, you know, you film the scene a few times, you watch it a few times in the editing process. Sometimes... You know, you've seen this joke 30 times by now. And sometimes what I've heard, like uh, hearing Adam Carolla and other comedians and writers and in interviews and stuff, it's sometimes hard to remember how funny something was because you've seen it so many times, you know. But for me, as a viewer of this movie, all of that stuff that you're talking, all of my favorite scenes are still just as funny now as when I first saw them. Yeah, I completely agree. And so I don't. OK, do you remember when um, Ace Ventura came out? Mm hmm. What you know? I'm sorry. Do you remember what year? Oh, 94 ish, ninety three, ninety four. So maybe it came after this. So anyways, there's one joke in here that I caught and that I was watching, and it reminded me of Ace Ventura. So Ace Ventura says, "If I'm not back in five minutes, just oh. wait longer." <laughs> yeah. And then Topper Harley says, "Hey, you're the only one that knows how to get to the copter pads. If I'm not back in fifteen minutes, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, get the hell out of here. No." Wait another 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> it's said in a, in a different way, but it's, it's uh, well, brilliant. Yeah. And speaking of brilliant too, having Saddam Hussein in this movie, um, the, the guy that played him, he, he was perfect. He looked quite a bit like him, but just such funny delivery on the lines, really good facial expressions and stuff. And just the writing for him, the stuff he was saying, suffering thukatash and all that. Just, I love Saddam Hussein as well. Yeah. It was a great, great, uh, casting Dylan. as well as element of the entire movie. It made it really, really fun. And then now we just watched Terminator. This obviously harkens to Terminator 2 when mm -hmm. they melted. Now, was that actually the scene that like did they literally take that and and put it be a part of the movie? What do you mean? Did they like? Did they cut out that Terminator melting scene where they melt back together? No, I, I'm pretty sure they did it on their own. Okay, because it looked really good. Like, yeah. I thought, that looks exactly like Terminator 2. Yeah, they did a good job. I guess they probably got, uh, who, who knows how they did it. Um, but yeah, yeah, they did a good job recreating that. They might even hire the same special effects team, you know? Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Um, just the whole storytelling is just really fun. You got um, the first one being Hot Shots. Obviously, being a uh, spoof on Top Gun, which is hilarious. Then you have this one being a spoof on Rambo. And apparently, um, so the main guy, uh, sorry, the guy that was in Rambo as well as this one. I can't remember his name. Um, shoot. What Rambo? Was his name? Oh, he was actually, oh, um, you mean Colonel Benson? Colonel Benson. There you go. So, yeah, Colonel Benson, uh, Richard Serena. Okay. He was in both. And what was interesting, he actually oh, no, Colonel went, Walters. I'm thinking Todd Walters. Benson. My Sorry, bad. But Todd yeah. Benson, yeah. Colonel Walter. So Richard Serena is Colonel Walters, and he was also in 
Rambo as well. So mm-hmm. he actually went to Sylvester and said, hey, I'm going to make this spoof on Rambo. Do you mind? And apparently Rambo or Sylvester alone said, oh, man, that sounds great. Go ahead and do it. Good. I'm glad to hear that. You know, some uh, some people are not so like high and mighty or so above everything else. Like a lot of musicians hate it when Weird Al Yankovic does their music, but the coolest music- musicians, they take it as, uh, you know, like a show of respect and and they love the fact that he's willing to do that. I, for, for my own take, if I ever made like a serious movie and one of the Abrams brothers wanted to do a spoof on it, I would be more than happy uh, to help them out and give my approval, give my blessing to them, you know? Yeah. I mean, what do they say? The copying is the most sincerest form of flattery like Mm -hmm. they absolutely love what you did and they're making yeah so there is so much so many great things so what is your favorite scene in the movie it's dim sum fighting with the raker girls (laughs) for sure (laughs) they don't even hit each other once they beat up the judge i really love the the corniness and the the absolute fakery of them both flying uh fly uh flying through the air and kicking the dude in the face at the same time. I mean, I just, I absolutely loved it. The Raker girls <laughs> eating this, uh, pig snout sandwich and mustard coming out and all that stuff. I just love it. That was brilliant. That is, all, it's like, the, I can't even count how many movies that they, they, they brought in. Like that was from Bloodsport. No, no, it wasn't Bloodsport. Kick, kickboxer with, um, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. It was where probably they did- a combination of Kickboxer, but I think Rambo Part 2 also had, or maybe it was 3, he had a scene where he was fighting like that as well. Oh, okay. But the dipping in yeah. the glass and everything, I, I, uh, that was maybe definitely not, maybe Kickboxer. Not. Yeah, definitely. You're right. Kickboxer for sure. And you got gummy bears, gummy bears. That's right. <laughs> sprinkles, sprinkles. Sprinkles. Oh, goodness. And uh, I mean, I can't think of like all, all the different movies. Like there was even, what was that one? Um... Uh, shoot, it's the one with uh, Basic Instinct. Yep, yes, Basic Instinct. You know, had that movie in there as well. It's like, let's grab every single movie we can. Also, uh, Lady and the Tramp. You know, yeah. it's like they brought so many different movies and it did a good job putting it all together. Yeah, they they knocked it out of the park, man. Uh, did you catch Ryan Stiles in this one? Absolutely. Yep, as soon as I saw Ryan him. Stiles. He was always my favorite. Him and Colin Mocker on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, yeah. So thinking of like the actors themselves, uh, Charlie Sheen looked really buff. Like yeah. he looked, he looked huge. I was surprised. What do you think? Oh no, this was great, man. He was. Uh, I don't know. It's probably one of the first comedies where the actor took the physicality or the physical aspects of it super seriously. Would be my guess. I've never seen uh, just a comedic movie. I think up to this point, nineteen ninety three, they were never buff in comedies, right? No, not that I can recall. And. So I read that Charlie Sheen worked out for eight hours a day to build his body up. And he decided he didn't want to be embarrassed that, you know, when he's watching the movie and everybody's laughing at him being all, you know, scrawny and everything. So he wanted to make sure he looked buff in that that uh, tank top. Yeah, he nailed it, man. He looked great in the movie. And yeah, he was so, in, in really good comedic, uh, uh, I don't know, comedic acting as well. Just super funny with his lines and delivery. You know, you believe the earnestness that he has, but at the same time, he's just a, a funny guy saying and doing just incredibly weird. So I, I like the scene when he dive when you know after the sex scene, but he's uh, looking in a mirror. He's he's wearing a, a nice robe. He's <laughs> poofing up his hair and stuff. I mean, he's just great. Yeah, he definitely is now he obviously recently he's not doing so well at least it doesn't seem like it but this was definitely i think in one of his more prime uh you know it is career uh prime as an actor 100 mm-hmm. percent. i agree with you there so 
when you think about all the actors, the one that always gets me, um, shoot, what was her name? The, um, the, his, his first girlfriend that was married, uh, Valeria Golino. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, she's, she's great in this movie. Now, when I was watching this movie over again, I was like, man, I, I guess her, her accent is just, it's irritating to me. For some reason, her accent's irritating me. Does it irritate you or does it make you like, ah, oh, I don't mind it or is it cool? I don't mind it at all. I'm fine with her accent. I like it. You know, I, I like her. Remember her, her in um, uh, Pee-wee's Big Top Adventure, uh, Hot Shots Part 1 and Do. I mean, she's done some other movies since then, but I've always enjoyed her as an actress. Yeah, yeah. No, I, she's great. She's great as an actress. But just like that, her her uh, accent is just really rough on my my brain for some mm, reason. Gotcha. Now, you obviously caught Charlie Sheen in the movie and the quick, you know, drive by in the boats and say, hey, I loved you in... Um, uh, Apocalypse Now, and I loved you in Wall Street. I thought that was pretty fun. Yep. Oh, Martin Sheen, you mean? Oh, sorry, I said Charlie Sheen. Yep. Yeah, Martin Sheen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was great. Um. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's it's cool when they can pull in. Too bad he didn't pull in his brother Emilio at all. Um. In Emilio's movie Loaded Weapon, he was able to bring Charlie Sheen in as a valet driver in one scene. Oh, cool. No, I haven't seen Loaded Gun in a long time, so yeah. I got. Uh, yeah, I need to. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 one quote that I do, I, I thought was really fun was, um, they say, Mr. President, where's your first lady? Oh, I don't know where my first lady is. Like that's, I lost my, my Virginia at ripe age of 15. You know, I can't keep track of them all or something like that. Where he says, um, Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't have it off the top of my brain. But anyways, yeah, I mean, President Benson's so far. Oh, yeah, he says, I don't know. I've had lots of women. I lost my flower at the age of 15. I can't keep track. And I was yeah. like, every single thing that he says and does was so funny to me. Yeah, he probably had the best lines in the movie. Like, if anybody could choose one role, besides just being Charlie Sheen the lead, like, if you just, just for comedic opportunities, you'd probably want to be Tug Benson. Yes, I agree. Now, which quote would you say is your favorite one? I remember you said one, it was a while ago, maybe a couple, uh, two or three of our shows ago, um, but you said one that was really, really good. But do you have any other quotes that you can think of? Um. Oh, yeah. One of them, and it actually it ties into one of my life lessons. Tug Benson says, um, you know, there will be plenty to eat. I'm sure that less than half of you will return after the mission. Um, I really like that quote. This made me makes me laugh every time. Uh, just obvious that he doesn't realize, like, Tug Benson is such a... Uh, he's, I guess he's just oblivious to the world, just speaks his mind. He doesn't realize what he's saying, you know, a lot of that stuff. And so that's one of the lines that, that stands out to me. Got it. That yeah, that's a fan. <laughs> when he said that happy has won't be returning. I was like, oh wow, yeah, that's yeah. oh, so and then true. also, um, uh, no thanks. I'm on Jenny Craig. <laughs> <laughs> also, well, another one was Harbinger, and you said this one in a previous part podcast that we did. He said, "War, it's fantastic." The <laughs> <laughs> one that I use all the time. Um, well, so why me? Because you're the best of what's left. (laughs) Love that. You're the best of what's left. Mm -hmm. It's a good line. Good line. I like that actress, too. I haven't seen her in many things other than this, though. Uh, Saddam Hussein, they've dicked with the wrong dictator. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Such good stuff, man. It's it's an endlessly quotable movie. That's for sure. Now, I remember when they were on the boat and they, you know, have... The, they have to jump out of the boat, swim to shore, and they're carrying this huge, looks like rocket launcher, 
but it's not a rocket launcher. And then everything that they fight with inside there is literally not guns other than, you know, Topper Harley having the Rambo, you know, um, I can't remember what type, what style, um, rifle that is but uh anyways hilarious you know one with the finger pointing in the eyes um the big uh rocket launcher that shoots out the um punching glove things like that was just very funny yeah super funny and uh shooting the chicken at the end into the guy after all of his arrows were spent that was good stuff pulling some rambo action there with the arrows and i really like those those two torture guys i was so i see you're no stranger to pain i've been married (laughs) twice twice oh (laughs) (laughs) that's good stuff man i love the movie um so i gave one of my lessons all or it's not exactly my lesson um that whole uh uh, there will be plenty to eat i'm sure that less than half of you will return my lesson from that is if you ever go to a family party like especially the chinese food restaurant you know where everyone sits around a big table and everyone shares dishes you want to sit at the table like full of kids because those kids don't eat as much as you there's going to be plenty for you to eat at that party that's a good point yep i like that yeah don't sit at the table with all the 20 and 30 year old dudes (laughs) all the good food's gone right away oh that's cool so as i was going through the movie i could not think of any i mean a lot of popped in my head i was trying to write down lessons but there's so many lessons not lessons but like it's so funny like having a jar of candy being a bust of abraham lincoln you know pulling that off and that's you know hey that's a good lesson you could hide candy anywhere you know things like that but i honestly i was watching it laughing so much i did not come up with any lessons like i was like you know what i'm gonna learn from this so what are what's your second one uh, the second one is use fixident. So when Tug Benson is um uh, at the at the ball or gala or whatever welcoming the Japanese prime minister loses his teeth like that, man, when you got those uh, dentures, you got to use fixident. Yeah, that's a great point. And you know that actually happened where um, I think it was George Bush yep. Senior threw up on uh, the um, ambassador. I think right. Yeah, some, I don't know, I guess it was an ambassador, but uh, uh, you've got to have a plan, man. If you got to suddenly throw up, just scoot your chair back and go right on the ground. Don't go on the guy next to you, especially an ambassador. Okay, and it seems like, thing. I, I just came back, literally just came back from hunting last night as we're recording it. Um, last night I came back from hunting, and I love to hunt. I love hunting deer. That We fill up our freezer for it. I mean, it's just great. That's, um, excuse me, it's, it's a lot of fun to be able to do that as well, um, but there is absolutely no way that I would ever, 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 ever be able to shoot somebody else accidentally while I'm hunting, no matter what. Like, let's say I, for whatever reason, like I'm hunting and somebody else gets shot by my rifle. There's absolutely no way. Well, thinking of the president throwing up on somebody, yes, you're right. You should have a plan. Like, that's just stupid. Another thing, Apparently, we had our vice president, Dick Cheney, when he was, uh, I can't know, 10 years ago or however long ago, he was hunting and he actually shot somebody with a shotgun. Uh, now, I could kind of understand that because it's a little different because you have birds that fly out of the air and he was, they were actually bird hunting and he shot somebody. But dude, like, why are presidents or vice presidents being stupid? And I, you know, long story short, I just I couldn't believe that our president threw up on somebody. And your point being have an exit strategy or be prepared or not shoot somebody is brilliant because it's just like, how does that even happen? I mean, that's like right now we're watching a spoof, but it literally happened. 
<laughs> I know. Can you believe that? It's it's just amazing. And you mentioned, uh, you know, getting shot uh, or, you know, shooting somebody else while you go hunting. If you remember in Hot Shots Part 1, that's how Topper Harley's dad died. Um, uh, ooh, whatever John Cryer's character name, um, his father had shot and killed uh, uh, Topper Harley's dad while hunting. I now remember that now that you said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. But I mean, so when you're deer hunting, you literally have to make sure that it's a buck, not a doe, you know, a, a female deer. Um, it has to ha- be a buck with antlers. At least most places you have to double check, you know, on the East Coast, I've actually hunted on the East Coast and you don't have to actually have to be a buck, but you have to make sure it's a deer. Yeah. And so I'm like, how in the world any, can anybody ever make a mistake of shooting a human being oh anyways so moving on i i didn't know that was a part of part one so i'm gonna have to go back and watch part one again and see that because i remember um also i love in part one the guy from princess bride was in there what's his name um, you, you would know it mandy patinkin wait the guy from princess oh carrie elwis carrie elwis yes yeah. So Carrie Ellis is in that movie, and he's fantastic in that movie. I just think it. Yeah, both. I, I think Hot Shots Part One and Part Two are just terrific movies. Um, there's so many things that are memorable in this movie that I actually remember. Or as I go through, I'm watching. I'm like, I say those things, or I do that. It's so funny. Yep, yep. That kind of stuff, the really comedic stuff, just sticks with you, man. Yeah. And you find ways to use it because it was so funny in the movie. Yeah. Yep. And now, if you. Now that you watch it today, you've watched it many, many times. Is it funnier now or funnier when you first watched it or both? Or what do you think? I don't know. It's super funny now. I'm still in love with the movie. So it's either as funny or even funnier now. You know, ah. it, it couldn't be funnier earlier when I first saw it because I still love it. I still give it an A plus today. Did you see when you were watching the first time, did you know who Rowan Atkin was before the movie started? Yeah, back in 93, I don't think so. I don't think we were really exposed to Mr. Bean back then. Or I maybe, but I don't think so. I kind of think we were, because I remember seeing like, oh, he's talking. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I, I do remember that part when we were younger. Oh. So you then know? maybe he was, we were exposed to Mr. Bean at some point. I think so. But then, you you know, you hear him instead of him being all goofy, being Mr. Bean, ha- him actually talking. Um, that was really fun. But, you know, the, Topper Holly comes in and they tied my shoes together. He's all nuts. Bastards. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Great stuff with Rowan Atkins and the way he died at the end. Uh, and then, you know, at the end, she goes, oh, he really was a putz. Don't get me started. Or dweeb. <laughs> what was it? Dweeb or putz? Oh, shoot. One of those Wh- two. Whichever one. One of the two. Yeah. 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 Really, really good stuff. Um, But I do want to mention to you my prop. Um, It is the best prop. It is something that I would love to own. It's it's simply that exploded guy up on the wall. Um, That's a hell of a gun. You would. I, I, I would that abso- up on my wall. I would absolutely. And anybody who's ever seen Hot Shots would be like, dude, I know exactly where that's from. That's a good one. Yeah, that's so- that's my prop. When I was looking at props, the first one that popped up to me was fantastic. Is obviously, um, it's not the one I'm going to pick, but I was I was going for that one until I got to my the one I'm going to pick. Um, I loved that oil tanker that shoots out fire at the top for Saddam Hussein lighting a cigar. Oh, I thought that yes. was cool. That's yeah. a good little prop for sure. Okay, so what is more iconic is I would take his recurve bow and the chicken. 
Nice. I would take both of those, and I think that would be perfect. Because if you look at the poster, if you look at it, you know, it's it just that's that's what people remember, and it's really really good. Plus the tank top, like I'm going to go into war. If I ever go into war, it's wearing a tank top like oh, that. Yeah. That's so practical. Yeah, you don't need armor. You don't need to protect your arms and your you know skin and chest and stuff. No, screw that. No, you gotta that, look those, good in war, baby. Man, those guys are wimps that wear that stuff. That's yep. just silly. Totally, totally. <laughs> Cool beans. So uh, there's so much that we could do. We can go on and just talk about our favorite scenes over and over again. But, um, oh, my Monday morning quarterback. I did choose one. Do you have one? The Monday morning quarterback? No, I don't. Mine is don't stand directly below the thing that you're about to blow up. So at the end, Saddam Hussein standing directly below the helicopter with a rocket launcher under his shoulder or on his shoulder, not a good idea. (laughs) I thought that was rather weird because he runs and mm-hmm. then points up. I was like, well, yeah. that's weird. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. you got to drop a piano on the guy. Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. You got to have a little bit of, um, uh, uh, what am I thinking here? Uh, I guess kind of like uh, Wizard of Oz kind of a spoof, you know? That was good. Mm-hmm. And then you saw his initial slippers, house slippers, where the the tw- twirly, you know, uh, ends on him yep. when he was getting into bed. So that was, I mean, man, every, it seems like every single scene, not just scene, but like everywhere the video, the, the camera points, there's either something funny being said or something visually that is just like, wow, that's so funny. I don't remember any scene that did, even when you have uh, Colonel, ben- is it Colonel Benson? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, he, no. Colonel uh, oh. uh, Walters. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was President Benson. So Colonel Walters, even when he's being filmed as an interrogation, you know, or not interrogation, but like a film, a video to the West, you know, <laughs> hey, we have him. He's doing all these funny hand gestures and stuff like that that they wouldn't probably understand, but we definitely understand. And I then you have it. the sign language lady doing the same. It's just yep. uh, every bit of it. Like they, they said, look, we cannot have one scene without, or one scene or one like, one point part where the video is pointing in one direction that it is not having something funny. It was true. Yeah, it's great. Bored, bored. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, warned you twice. <laughs> Love that. Yeah, there can't be more than ten seconds without a joke in the movie. I think. Yeah, and so it's movies like this that are just. It, my wife would just literally be like, "Oh, this is so horrible. Why yeah. are you watching it?" But I am literally dying. Mm. So I looked up the writer, and he was actually the um, director as well. But Jim Abrams, uh, or is it Abrahams? Yeah, Abrahams. Abrahams. Or I think he did pronounce it Abrams. Yeah. And so the most recent one was Scary Movie 4 that he wrote the screenplay. He wrote Mafia. I remember Mafia, but I haven't watched it in a long time, so I probably don't recall it. My favorite, there's two of my favorite jokes I'll tell you right now from Mafia. Number one is um, Jay Moore's character is introduced as little girl. And then she goes, my <laughs> name is Debbie. Exactly. And he goes, my name's Debbie. I have a daughter. <laughs> like a, or no, wait, what was, no, she that's she right. says the that. wife does that. I'm a mother? I'm a mother. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> and the other one was um at some point uh um the one guy comes up and says, I'm gonna fill you so full of lead you'll look like Swiss cheese. And then Leslie Nielsen says, That's no gouda. <laughs> That's no gouda. That's Is no this gouda. the one where uh there it's the gambling in the casino, right? Uh in Mafia? Mafia? Yeah. Mm, I can't remember if there's casino gambling, but probably. 
Oh, I might be wrong. But there's one where it talks about... Oh, no. Sorry. I'm thinking about Vegas Vacation. Oh. Vegas Vacation where he's talking to Griswold. Um, one of the guys says, you know, hey, are, are you really... Do you want to just give me your money? I kick you in the nuts and it called it a day. Like, do you really want to gamble? <laughs> because you keep losing all the money. So anyways, I thought it was a mafia, but now I was already jogged my own memory. Mm-hmm. But I was looking at... Yo, so he wrote Hot Shots. He wrote Hot Shots Part Two. Wrote Naked Gun, Thirty Three and a Third, The Final Insult. Um, he wrote Top Secret, which is another brilliant spoof. Yes, you know we have Val Kilmer in it, which he is. He's he's just amazing. Val Kilmer's amazing. Um, Police Squad. Air. He wrote Airplane. Mm-hmm. So man, he was a fantastic writer. Very, you know, but obviously the last one was Scary Movie 4, so I don't know what he's doing now. But it's just a bummer. We don't have any really good spoof movies anymore. Yeah, he's got to get back to work for sure, man. I'll support anything he does. I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's this case, if, if this is the case, but there's so many like, YouTube videos of like fail people doing failing fa- fail type things or it's 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 I don't know it just doesn't seem like it's that big of a market for it that's probably why they're not doing it but yeah it's a bummer that we're not getting these hilarious movies anymore yep I agree with you all righty does so any um oh uh oh yeah that's right you didn't have a money morning quarterback but uh anything else we failed to discuss before we close this puppy out only thing I could say is that if you haven't seen this movie, definitely watch part one because even though you do, if you wanted to watch part two or part two at the same, you know, uh, start, you can absolutely start there. But watching part one helps fill in at least it, it's funny too. So you definitely should watch that one. Learn, watch that one, then move into the second one. It's they're hilarious. And honestly, any ones that we mentioned from uh, Naked Gun to Top Secret, Police Squad, Airplane, they're, I mean, just hilarious, hilarious movies that are, you know, if you like, um, if you like slapstick type fun, just enjoyable comedy, this is brilliant. And I love. Oh, I didn't mention. So you you mentioned the the dim sum fighting scene. I really love how they're not hitting at all each other. But the very end, he knees him in the nuts, oh, and everybody's yes. like, "Oh!" And uh, the walnuts fall out. <laughs> he's all, "You win!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so brilliant. Yeah, great ending to the scene for sure. Loving yeah. it. Cool beans. So, Dust, this was my choice. What are we going to watch and learn from next week? We are going to learn from, and I'm going to say this, I don't think this is going to be one of Matt Damon's best movies. You know which one of, uh, what's Matt Damon's best movie he's ever well, been in? yeah, Team America. Team America. So, I don't think this is going to be up to that quality of a movie, but it sounds like it's going to be pretty good. Plus, I want to hear the story. It's Ford v. Ferrari, the not-so-good Team America um, actor is in there. Or the, 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 anyways, I want to watch... Ford v Ferrari, and hopefully we're gonna have a good time in it. What do you think? Yeah, I'm down with I've, I'm down with that. I've heard really good things about it. I listened to the Adam Carolla show. He recently created a documentary about this entire subject. He watched the movie. He absolutely loved it, and it's been getting really good Rotten Tomatoes score. So let's do it. Wait, did you say Adam Carolla made a documentary on the same thing? Yeah, he did on the same 24 hour uh, Daytona, uh, 24 hours of Le Mans War. Yeah, really? Mm-hmm. Where I mean, where can you watch it? Oh, you can go to chassis.com, C-H-A-S-S-Y.com and purchase it that way. Oh, okay. I mean, have you seen it or would you even want to see it? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, the documentary is... No, no, I haven't seen it. I've heard good things about the documentary. Haven't seen it yet, but um, I'm going to pick it up and probably watch that maybe after this movie. I kind of don't want to be spoiled um, for this movie if we're going to go see it, you know? Yeah, and plus the documentary is hopefully going to be a lot more... um, 
actual footage and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. So it might be fun to watch that later. So I, I'm really hoping that Matt Damon pulls off a great acting in this, uh, just like he did in Team America. Um, hopefully it's going to be really good acting for him. But um, let's do Ford v. Ferrari. Sweet. Looking forward to it. Alrighty, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And of course, you know how we feel about Hot Shots Part D. We want to hear your thoughts. So go to the show notes page, watchandlearnpodcast.com slash pod 74 and leave a comment. Alrighty then. My name is Sky. And I'm Dusty. And we will return next week with Ford v. Ferrari. Ferrari.